Hey guys, it's Jazzy. Um, it's Tuesday, which normally would be my story time, but I don't have time to really do a story time. But I just kind of wanted to just uh, update everybody on what's going on in my life, kind of tell you what's been going on. So basically, here it is. Um, about six months ago, I decided that I thought that my illness was good. Remember, I've been diagnosed bipolar, and now, <clears throat> excuse me, I apologize for cutting in and out, guys. Um, I don't know what just happened, so if you just hear a big cut, and then I approach back, I apologize for that. Also, I have a little bit of a cold, so my voice is a little bit of cracky, so if I do pause, Abruptly, just know it's probably because I'm clearing my throat and I don't want to be rude. So, anyway, guys, what I was trying to say is I was going to do a story time with you guys and it did not work out. I have sat here and I've tried and I tried and I tried to record the damn thing and <clears throat> nothing was working correctly for me. So, I apologize for that. That's why this little introduction is going to be all over the fucking place. I cannot help it. But I just want to let you know that I am working on story times. I have them all written down. And I have, like, a whole entire thing I'm going to do for the whole week for you guys. Um, I'm going to actually include now doing Monday through Saturday. Um, at least I'm going to attempt to do that. Um, so, with that being said, hi. Sorry about that this weird introduction. I know that was just like all over the place and you're probably confused on what the hell just happened. So without wasting another few more minutes, I apologize. But what I was going to tell you is six months ago, because of my illness, I thought that I could be unmedicated. And I actually want to say it was a little longer than six months ago. I think I actually stopped eight months ago. But anyway, Let's just say eight months, because that makes more sense to me. I apologize. But eight months ago, I decided that I was going to go into nursing school as, for say, I was in medical assisting, but I was going to continue on with the nursing. Basically, medical assisting didn't work. You guys all know the story. I ended up um, dropping out of my medical assisting at my local school because my whole entire class ended up getting COVID. So, and I got really sick. And because of that, the way they had treated me and the way my beliefs were with the mask and stuff, they basically treated me like shit. So I decided not to go back to school. And yeah, that was not the smartest idea, I know. But um, as you all know too, I have been told my whole life that I'm bipolar, and it wasn't until recently that I have decided... Well, I haven't decided. Obviously, I can't just decide. But I have looked into borderline personality, so that might be what's going on in my life right now, as you know. So, with that being said, eight months ago, I was going to go into medical... I mean, sorry guys, go into nursing school. And actually, as a matter of fact, I would have started nursing school this month. Um, I believe I would have started like a week ago. But um, basically, I felt good. I felt confident. 
Um, some things that were going on, though, is I had a new doctor, and then in between my new doctor and stuff, I... Ugh, it was, it's just so frustrating. I don't even know how to even say this, but my, I kept skipping doctors. Doctor, I, it was like, I'd get a doctor, then they would say, oh yeah, your mental health, yada, yada, yada. And then I, they'd like, I'd get a letter saying that they're no longer with the facility. They would give me a new doctor, yada, yada, yada. And that just kept going on. I swear to God, I went like through five doctors in like three months and it was just too much. It was too frustrating. Um, I stopped going to my doctor uh, the last time that I had went to my doctor was actually for some acupuncture in my ear. Um, in case you've never done acupuncture, period, I would actually highly recommend it. It's very relaxing, but I know that it's intimidating and scary sounding, the thought of needles in your ears, but to be quite honest, it really, really, um, wasn't as bad as I thought it would be, and it was super, super relaxing, to be quite honest with you, and, um, so then, basically, what happened was I couldn't get a hold of my psychiatrist, I mean, I don't know if I expressed to you guys that before, but I went, like, six months without seeing my psychiatrist, and I couldn't get through the, um, caseworker, at my doctor's facility tried to get me an appointment, but they canceled that appointment. So we tried another one. They canceled that appointment. And it just... <sighs> Where I live in Colorado is actually the highest rate for suicide. So that should just tell you that they do not take um, mental illness very serious here. Mental health is a big problem here. But, um... So, what happened was, like I said, I just was on my last dose of medication. I literally had, like, maybe, I want to say three days worth of medication left. I asked for a refill. My doctor never did it. She said, you need to go to your psychiatrist. I refused to do it. And I was like, okay. But now, remind you that I was on Depico at this time. And you can't just cut off of medications like that. For one, it's a mood stabilizer. Two, it's an antipsychotic. So you can't just break off to those. A lot of shit can happen if you just cut off your medication. Well, what then happens is I do the acupuncture thing, and I'm telling the person who is the therapist of my facility what's going on and that I need a refill of my medication, and um, I just don't know if I'm going to be able to handle it without ending up in a, um, mental institution, basically. And he's like, oh, okay, yeah, that's fine. I don't, you know, I can persuade you maybe by doing acupuncture. So, of course, I did acupuncture, and it, it helped. It's like, um, well, it's a 48-hour process. Like, the first 24 hours... You feel, like, super tired, and then, like, the next 24 hours, you're, like, super relaxed, and it helps. Well, then he put these magnet-like things on my ears, which is supposed to be specifically for anxiety. And he said, hopefully this will help until you can get back on your medication and you can start seeing your psychiatrist and stuff. Well, that day, when I told you I thought I had three doses of medication, ended up only being... 
one dose of medication. So that day was like the last day that I decided to take my medication. I tried and I tried as much as I could to get a medication, but I couldn't. So I said, fuck it. I'm just going to go cold turkey. So I went cold turkey and it was not the best idea. Okay, none. I would never, ever just suggest that you do that. Like I said, it can actually be very dangerous. It can give you all sorts of, like, if if you're bipolar, it can make you go manic. If you're schizophrenic, you'll start hearing your voices. I mean, if you uh, have anxiety, it can cause you to have more anxiety issues. It can cause more depressional issues. It can become a really bad issue. And I'm like, whatever. You know, I, I, I said, fuck it. I, I looked into like what would happen if I went off Depakote, cold turkey, and I was only taking like 250 milligrams. I should have took more than 250 milligrams, but because of money situation and not being able to get my medication, I had to down to 250 milligrams which I actually think I was taking that twice a day, so it was like 500 milligrams at most that I was taking. So anyway, I decided to cut cold turkey after doing it. Um, everyone was totally, like, very supportive. My boyfriend was the most supportive out of everybody, and he had said, don't worry, you have this. Um, my boyfriend's very anti-medicine, anti-doctor. That's just how he grew up with his religious preferences, and, um, so he was being really extra supportive. My parents were being very supportive. My, uh, mother basically told me that she agreed that I should just get off this shit, that it was bad for me and stuff. And, uh, yeah. So then, um, just recently in the last few months, I've been hit by really big health issues. If you remember, I was on a heart monitor. I had to do an MRI. I had to do blood work. I had to do a pee test. You name it, I was doing it and checking everything from my thyroid to my hormone levels to my iron levels to my B12 levels. I mean, it was getting out of control. Absolutely out of control. And I couldn't handle it anymore. So, excuse me. Sorry about the cutout uh, twice in a row like that. I don't know what just happened. But anyway, um, basically, I decided what would happen is, fuck it, I'm going to do this. I'll be fine. Well, first week being off medication was very hard. I had really bad withdrawals. And when I say withdrawals of antipsychotics, I'm not talking about like... um, like drug withdrawals or anything like that. It is pharmaceutical. It is a medication. So naturally you'll have side effects and withdrawals from anything that you don't take that you've been taking for a long time. And if you remember, I've been on medication, especially Depakote for mm, eight years and that's a long time. And so of course I got really dizzy. My vision was getting blurry Um, my anxiety was out of control, but I made it through the first week. Uh, and then after about, I don't know, about the fourth week, things finally mellowed out and I felt normal. Um, it only takes like 48 hours for you to literally, um, 
have the medication out of your system, but it can take up to a week depending on like what milligram you're on. The milligram I was on, it said 48 hours. Um, but by four weeks is what it took me, and it just really, really sucked. <laughs> it, it was miserable, I'm not gonna lie. So when I felt like what I thought was normal, what I wanted to know what normal felt like, and by normal, when I say that, I'm talking about legitly like not feeling like I'm doped up on medication and stuff, because that's a terrible feeling. I hated that feeling more than life itself. So, basically, um, after that was said and done, like I said, some health problems started occurring for me, and, um, it just wasn't looking too good for me. Um, the heart monitor had said, stated that I was having some kind of where my heart valves at the bottom were not pumping at the same time as they were to the top ones and that was that's basically a big problem guys if you really have any idea sorry i have to pause again okay i don't know what's going on with me when i'm recording so i apologize today is just not gonna be my day Okay, apparently there's going to be a lot of pausing, and I 100% apologize for that. <laughs> I don't know what is going on. I was switching water from, uh, not switching water, doing the dishes, and it just, I hopefully that water sound didn't come on because it sounded like I was peeing. <laughs> but anyway, um, basically, uh, yeah, the heart, the health problems, my heart was like palpitating. I was getting really dizzy. I told you guys about the time that I literally passed out in the living room, and I have no recollection whatsoever of that. And, uh, it was terrible. I didn't know. Well, I started to go see another new doctor. <laughs> of course, right? But, uh, well, I started seeing that doctor. She gave me the heart monitor, and like I said, I should have told you what the heart monitor was saying. And she tells me to get off that medication. Of course, I got off that medication and stuff. Um, by the way, I had a very bad reaction. Uh, you're not supposed to faint whatsoever on medication. The thing is, is I have tachycardia. And when you have tachycardia and you um, get a medication that slows down your heart rate, it can affect your blood pressure. And that's what was going on my blood pressure and my heart rate dropped so low at the same time that my body did not know how to react to that because my heart usually beats like 120 to 135 and it dropped down to like 70 something real fast and uh so basically I then go back to this doctor after so she tells me to go get a heart monitor again Get back on another heart monitor, and um, as soon as I'm finally able to get a hold of my local hospital who does uh, the cardiology and, and stuff, holy crap, hold on, I'm really trying hard to record this, and it just keeps pausing and just stopping, so I apologize, I really was gonna, this is all over the place, I just don't feel good, I'm just tired, so I apologize, but um, Anyway, 
basically, like I was saying, um, as soon as my local hospital calls me, I get um, a thing in the mail. Now, remember, like, there was all sorts of shit going on. Like, I went through a blackout. I went through uh, not being able to use my phone. I mean, it was like one thing after another. So, I got a message in the mail. Not in the mail, but, uh, well, you know, mail. <laughs> Sorry about that. But anyway, I got some mail, and the mail stated that that doctor had left the facility yet again, and my results would be sent over to another doctor. And I said, absolutely fucking no way whatsoever. Um, and I... I just couldn't do it because I thought that was ridiculous. I was like, why why even waste my time doing this? You know what I mean? Well, anyway, I ended up calling my local insurance, which is Medicaid, but I called my local office. And um, I told them, I said, I need help finding a new doctor. I told them my situation about being on a heart monitor and having to get an MRI, but I thought I did not feel comfortable with that until I had a doctor because how the hell else am I going to get the results? Uh, of course, the woman sympathized with me and she felt really bad and she was like, oh, absolutely, because that's what their job is to do is to help you find a therapist and they're supposed to help you find a doctor, a dentist, etc., etc., whenever you're on Medicaid. So, uh, anyway, yeah, I, uh, she gets a hold of a new doctor. Now, from where I live to where my new doctor is, it's, like, almost a 30-minute drive. And that really sucks, but I was like, yeah, I need a new doctor, and I don't want a doctor that's just gonna give up on me. Now, the thing is, is my doctor also has an urgent care, where they also have, uh, regular doctors during the daytime, before urgent care opens up and it's a little bit closer but it's still like a 20 minute drive so really what's the 10 extra minutes you know yeah it sucks on gas and stuff and I, I get that but I was like fuck it I'm doing it I need I need a doctor <laughs> like it needs to happen I have test results I have problems going on I'm still dizzy I don't know what the hell is going on um so I go and remember, when I got the new doctor, she wanted to do the MRI on me, the 24-hour P-test and some blood work, just to see if we weren't being able to catch something that we weren't seeing, like, on the outside of, you know, my symptoms and stuff. And she had mentioned, well, the first thing that comes to my mind is a tumor. Remember how she thought that I had a tumor? Well, thankfully it wasn't, and like I said previously, the tumor was not a big thing. It wasn't something that would have killed me. It wasn't cancerous or anything like that. But it was still just a scary a scary thought. Well, a couple of weeks ago, I went back to the doctor, as you guys know. So now that we're all up to speed, a couple of weeks ago, I went to the doctor, and I just basically told my doctor... Like, I don't know what's going on with me. You know, I do have mental illness. I don't know if maybe my anxiety is getting the best of me because maybe it's a new form of anxiety that I'm not used to and it's making me feel completely uncomfortable and stuff. <sighs> well, oh my God, hold on again. Okay, sorry about these pauses, guys. I don't know, it just, it keeps pausing on itself. But anyway, um, I basically, um, 
what it comes down to is I was having really bad migraines and we decided to say that maybe the migraines were causing me the dizziness and maybe they were causing me the heart palpitations because migraines actually can legitly do that to you. Interesting fact that I didn't know. But, um, or think of. But anyway, um, I also told her, I said, well, meanwhile, how are my hormones? And she goes, oh, your hormones came back fine. Nothing to worry about whatsoever. And I said, okay, well, because Ross, you guys remember, like, three years ago, I got a hysterectomy done, and I only have one ovary left, and that's all that I have of my reproductive system. Well, anyway, I... Gosh, damn it. This is going to be all over the place. I apologize. But, um... I literally was, like, I don't know, um having hot flashes, I was having night sweats is uncontrollable. So she said, well, you do know that you can take, um, antidepressants and anti-anxiety medication and, um, it's proven to help minimal the side effects of menopause. And I said, oh, really? Interesting fact. I didn't know that either. Now, um, I was like, whatever, that's cool. We'll see. Yada, yada, yada. Right. <laughs> And I just like having no faith whatsoever into this at all. And so I uh, literally was like, um, well, I, you know, if we're going to talk about that, then I also want to know you to know that I think I've been diagnosed wrong and I don't think I'm bipolar. And when she started going off a list of stuff, I was like, nope, 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 nope. <laughs> and she goes, yeah, I'm going to suggest you to a psychiatrist. And she goes, you should hear from them in a week. If you don't, we'll hunt them down for you. And I was like, oh, okay, cool, thanks. Um, basically, I have a psychiatrist appointment coming up in the next two weeks, I believe it is. I don't know. It's somewhere in between that time frame. But anyway, um, I basically just told her that I needed help, that I felt like I might have been spiraling down, that maybe my anxiety is now caught causing the problems that it's controlling my life a little bit and that is a true fact of my anxiety my anxiety is something else so i was thinking guys before i continue the story um my next story time is going to be about this uh possible borderline personality that i have instead of bipolar uh signs symptoms things that i'm seeing things people are seeing things that i'm feeling and how to explain them. Um, I think that that's going to be the next step that I um, do, just, you know, so just keep a lookout for that um, sometime this week. But uh, anyway, yeah, so she goes, okay, well, I'm going to start you on Boost Bar. Have you ever been on it? And I said, you know what? I was. It was one of the first medications I've ever been on when I was like a teenager and she goes, do you know how it worked for you? And I said, I, like I said, I was a teenager. I was young. I don't recall anything that far back. Cause I don't. And, um, she goes, okay, that's fine. We'll try you like on 10 milligrams, meaning that I'd have to take one in the daytime and at nighttime at five milligrams a piece. And it's okay. That's fine. Until you can get to a psychiatrist and see what's going on. And I said, okay, cool. So, it's been about a week now that I've been on the medication. Um, I don't know if it's really helping my anxiety. I can tell you that it does seem to 
be doing something because I'm not having the heart palpitations as bad as I was and I am sleeping better. Um, except for I feel like I'm in a complete dream state, so there's that. I'm having very weird dreams, so there's that. But other than that, I seem to be doing good. But I don't know if it's really helping, like, the actual problem that I'm having. And the problem being that I'm having is that I, my anger and my irritability and everything else in between and the depression that I'm going through and the other feelings, um, it's, um, yesterday, um, I was cooking in the kitchen. Um, I, I went to go do something, to go pick up something, or I don't even remember what the hell I was doing, but I went to go do something. I came home. My boyfriend said, hey, can you go cook this? Da, da, da. He was barbecuing. And I said, sure. I was in the kitchen, and as I'm sitting there, and I'm stirring these beans, and I'm not sure why I'm even looking at them, to be quite honest. I'm just, like, contemplating. But I'm looking at these beans, and I'm like, well, what the actual fuck? <laughs> like, what is going on in my head? I literally had a moment where I felt like I flashed back into a memory at a point in time where I was like 25 years old and it was super weird. My boyfriend came in. I looked at him. I looked down at the beans. I looked at him again. And I, for some reason I asked him if he was okay. And I'm not sure why I even asked him if he was okay. And I just started hugging on him and really tight and kissing him out of nowhere. And at that very moment in time, you guys, I legitly did not feel like I was there, like I was somewhere else. I didn't know if I was actually having a real-life moment with my actual boyfriend and he was actually right there, or if I was actually somewhere else. Um, so, yeah, uh, it's that, that's not the first time it's happened, but I'm noticing it more. Um, I'm very open with my mental illness problems, and I'm very aware of stuff. I'm obviously not aware about my anxiety because that's controlling my life. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, it's very weird. I don't know how to explain it. I know there's a word for that. Um, like I said, I think that's a borderline thing because the trauma is a big thing. Um, bipolar is a psychological thing and borderline is a trauma issue and I've had lots of trauma and I've had lots of just shit happen to me in my life and I think that that's what causes some of the issues or the reactions that I have like in anger or in sadness like almost being triggered like PTSD but I don't know how else to explain it but it feels like I'm having a flashback but I'm not in a flashback I not having a flashback, I'm actually in that moment in my flashback, if that makes any sense. It's super weird. I don't understand it. I don't want to understand it. Um, I'm not someone that will ask for help. I hate asking for help, and it doesn't even matter if it's, like, something as stupid as, hey, I need some gas money, can I borrow, like, five bucks? I don't like to do that. Um, I would rather just put myself in a terrible position before I have to ask, and that's not okay. Um, so, obviously, this is what that's what's going on, guys. I don't know. I'll let you guys know farther 
as this journey continues with me, if I get a proper diagnosis, when I get a proper diagnosis, I mean, and when I, it's, I don't know, but I will keep you guys updated, and, um, I'll keep talking about it, and talking and writing are my outlets if I talk about, and I've never been really good at talking about my feelings until recently, but, um, as long as I keep talking about this and, like, kind of broadcasting it, knowing to let you guys know that if you're suffering through something like that, that there is help, there is resources, and you're not alone. Um, for me, I know this thing. I, cause I advocate this so much that, that in my head, that's not how I feel. Like, I don't feel like I feel like I'm a lost cause. I feel like there's no support and it doesn't matter how much support and how much love I have. I just feel constantly abandoned and empty and sad and angry. I don't know how else to say it. It's like I have a big fucking void inside of me. So, but I can't stress that I want this all documented at some point in my life as I'm doing this. Um, when I was 25, I just had my daughter and I decided to start videoing things that were going on in my life. Cause I thought, okay, well I'm going to be like this big YouTuber, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. That never happened by the way. Cause I'm so fucking awkward. But, um, I, I had it in my head that I was going to be a blogger slash a vlogger. And, um, and it, and it just started as like blogs and stuff. And, um, then I went up to vlogging. Well, anyways, I have a page, Jazzy's Chaotic Beautiful Mind or something on Facebook. You guys can find it. And, um, I was going through my videos and I didn't realize how much documentation that I had of like how I was feeling and those are things now that I'm feeling now and I'm hoping that maybe I can learn and cope from those past experiences. And unfortunately I don't remember them. I don't remember feeling that sad. I don't remember feeling like that. But for me, documenting is a very important thing. So if that means I have to come here, make a podcast about mental illness and advocate it, I'm also documenting my experience as I go so that I can look back on it and be like, holy shit, that was not a good time in my life. Um, I don't want to experience that again. And how did I get my way out of that? You know what I'm saying? Like my ups and my downs that I go through. And so, yeah, you know, but I do want you guys to know that I fully love all of you and fully love how you guys support me and have supported me through the time. Some of your friends, some of your family and some of your new people. And, um, I'm so appreciative of the love and support that has given to me. I just don't feel like it's there, but I also want you guys to know, like I said, I am doing this documenting my journey so I can advocate this for you guys, for you out there who are listening, who are having a hard time with mental illness, or if you're not ready to come out telling people publicly about your mental illness, you know, just to know that there is somebody out there going through exactly what you're going through and that I'm here and I, I want my story to be heard 
and hopefully it will give you guys inspiration to maybe start something for yourselves, whether that's starting to journal, whether that's recording yourself like I do and just saying hi to the world on Facebook Live or, you know, just taking pictures is another thing that I like to do. Whatever it is uh, shows that, but know that you can be comfortable enough to let that out. You know what I'm saying? That's important and you're not alone whatsoever. And if you are in need of help, please, please, please reach out. There are resources. There's local resources where you live. There are hotlines. There are all sorts of things. And those hotlines can give you the resources that you need. Um, the suicide hotline is a great hotline to use. It's a hit or miss sometimes. But when you do get the right one, they will give you resources to your local a home and they can also, you know, give you suggestions on other things to help you with that. So I highly just want you guys to know that and that's really why I'm doing this. And I know that these things that I do are all over the place and they're random sometimes and sometimes I'm serious, sometimes I'm pissy, sometimes I'm sad, sometimes I'm just so fucking happy that I don't know what I'm doing, <laughs> you know? But I, I'm here to do this, not just to document myself, but to let you guys know, like I said, that you're not alone and that it is okay to face this, that I am a resource to you, that if you want to reach out to someone and come out with whatever's going on with you, then I'm here as well and that I can help you if I have to find resources with you as we go. So I just... I appreciate everything that you guys, with like I said, with the love and the support that you guys give me. It's very much appreciative. And um, I think that's where I'm going to leave this. Um, I think tomorrow we're going to try to focus on basically me telling you what's going on in my head. <laughs> on what this looks like on the inside, Jasmine's inside of her head, on what I'm trying to explain to you guys. I think that that's what we're going to do tomorrow. I don't know. I am going to try to make these a little bit longer. Um, push them out to at least 30 minutes. My goal is 45, but if I can get them to 35 minutes at least, I would be happy. <laughs> so that I have more content for you guys that I'm going to keep pushing out and I want it to be longer content. Uh, some of them I can't guarantee will always be long and I can't guarantee you that they'll be the best ever, ever. Can I promise you guys that I'll have great content because I don't know how to do this shit. I'm still learning. I, like I said, this was kind of my outlet and now I want to advocate it. And yeah, that's so, that's what's going on guys. Um, I'm going to leave it at that. I will see you guys tomorrow, maybe in the morning time. That seems to be the best time. Um, I literally have to go get my daughter from school right now. So um, I love all you guys and hope you guys all have a fantastic rest of the day or morning or afternoon, wherever thou shall be. <laughs> and um, I will talk to you guys later. Peace and love.